Chris, are you in a bad mood by any chance? I'm not in a bad mood. I'm just exhausted. Oh. Tell us your woes. (laughs) Well... I'm just I'm just finding that there isn't enough of me to go around. I ah. need a clone. I never thought you'd say or that. Three. Not enough How of you, you to go you, around. Have you just called me fat? I Was never that a fat said joke? that. I didn't say that, no. It's and I didn't mean joke. it like that, of course. No one will ever <laughs> truly know whether I meant that or not. But I'm gonna save myself by saying but Chris, there are so many aspects of you reaching beyond space and time. How could you mm. say that there are not enough of you? Rude. Bad save. Well, how's that rude? Bad oh, ancient worm. Bad save. Um, no, I mean for my mundane life. There's not enough of me to go around. There's not enough hours in the day. And I really don't want to have to start bending time at work. It's bad enough that I do it outside of work. Um, So, yeah. But I think part of it is, I don't know, I'm feeling the pressure of not feeling like we do enough. (laughs) Right, okay. I equally feel that pressure a lot of the time. Um, But then I often think about, well... Comparing ourselves and what we get done in a day to what I know other people do. Yeah. Specifically the sort of people that never submit their homework on time. You know those sorts of people. There's a couple of them that have been a bit annoying of late that don't seem to understand. Mm. Homework is a homework and you go and do it or you say... Well, there is no excuse, really. If you say, look, I'm really sorry, I'll have to reschedule our appointment. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Need more time, that's fine. But what one doesn't do is turn up to the exam without... And say, I didn't have time. Yes. My dog get the homework. (laughs) That's unacceptable. That's a waste of my time and everyone else's time. So let's mm. talk about bad seeds, bad moon rising, bad students, and then we can compare and contrast bad students with good students. Because I think that a lot of people think wrongly that bad student is someone that can't do anything. And we've had a lot of idiots over the years. We've had a lot of people that have come from nothing. And we've had a lot of people that progress slowly and take a very long, slow progression. And they're not what I'd call bad students. No. No. The bad students are the ones that insist on seeing us regularly when they're not achieving anything. And those are the ones that bother me. Sounds because like bear in mind. Story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, this is the, what I'm going to have to do is clear up my language a little bit. Mainly okay. because I think the pe- I think what happens is we say things on here, mm. and then they get translated, and the ones that work really hard think we mean them. 
Well, I've noticed that of many of the people that we mentor online, because you don't have this from the in-person ones, or I don't get this from the in-person ones, partly because I don't think they listen to the podcast or anything. Um, but it seems like as soon as you mention one thing, everyone, there's a big proportion of people that think it is instantly applicable to them. And you kind yeah. of think, but you know that you're not the only people that we mentor, and there's quite a few people at this stage. Why on earth would you ever make that comparison? I don't know if that's narcissism or whether that's a worry and a need to please Chris. <laughs> Maybe. But I think it's also a work ethic thing. I think people that have a good work ethic um, in their day, their real life, when it comes to their magic one, mm. um, that they kind of apply that same level of pressure to themselves. And I think those that don't necessarily have a great work ethic during the day don't necessarily have a great one um at the twilight hours um so i I don't know maybe it's that or maybe it's just a case of if we charge them 50 pound an hour would they work harder and make sure their homework was done because they realized they were paying 50 pound an hour I don't think so now. I think that the only way that you would be able to deal with it is um, uh, like voice notes. <laughs> Where it's like you have a minute to get your point across. You have a minute oh, to okay. ask a question. And then it's like, because I, I always think of those as kind of like bullet points. Because Lee's one for okay. sending me those all the time. And it is useful because he has to get his point across really quickly and ask a question, you know. Um Okay. But it is one of those things that you kind of think, well, there's a big difference between the people that turn up and they've got a set um, set questions that they want to ask. And there's people that just kind of turn up and wing it. And I don't have a problem with either of those approaches. What I do have a problem with, and the only thing that gets me is repeating myself. And if it's yes. repeating myself in the form of explaining something in a different way, that's fine. If it's an explaining myself by saying, I told you to go away and go away and do this, come back when you've done it. And then they come back and they haven't done it. Yeah. That's what I have a problem with. But there's three people specifically, and I'm not going to name names. <laughs> there's three people specifically that I'm thinking of <laughs> when it comes to this. I so want to guess them just for fun, but I know I shouldn't. Um, no, you shouldn't do. But at the same no. time, the people that are really hard on themselves will be sat there thinking, I wonder if Liam's talking about me. I bet he's talking about yeah. me. I don't think he is, but he might be. The chances yeah. are the people that I'm actually talking about in no way, shape or form will ever think, oh, he's talking about me there. <laughs> yeah. No, they wouldn't. And that's the thing, because I think that it's, again, that's why I say it's a work ethic thing. I genuinely mm. think they think they work hard. And I think they reckon they work harder than everybody else. And I think it comes down to the fact that we hint on here about the people that we see regularly and all that kind of stuff. But actually, because they don't know, um, they think that what happens in their chat session whatever you want to call it happens in all of them and you're kind of like yes. well no 
some of them we've got we come and we see and they'll be like i've got everything done in in an hour um and they're apologizing well, most of them take an hour to an hour and a half and on a quick one okay. it's 15 to 15 minutes to half an hour yeah um, and in that and then you get some of them that do the half an hour and they're like mm. i'm really sorry for wasting your time and you're kind of like no you've done more in the last you've told us more and done more in that half an hour than you've done uh than some of them have done in six months and you mm. just kind of like you know you just you're just weighing it up differently because you only see your homework whereas because we yes. see all of them we compare them to each other even even by accident <laughs> we you can't help but compare people to each other and you're not supposed to no. but i mean they call it the remedial group for for you know <laughs> for a reason and that's what they do isn't it it's like I would imagine that when I, because I can say this because I was in the the patchwork quilt room. Right? No, and I was you can't between... keep talking about the patchwork. I was in the patchwork, the patchwork quilt room. room. I was one of the special kids. They used to say I was special, and I used to think because I wasn't like Jenny. Who used to she was the one who used to eat the copy decks, <laughs> no, <laughs> which was Liam. hilarious. Because anyway, no, I, I won't go into that. Just stop. Um, the reason the reason you can't keep saying this is because I work in a professional place that you cannot <laughs> use the word special. Okay. Yes. I'm not even comfortable well, with don't. the word medial either. But I am special, and I don't mean special in the Instagram follow me because I'm God's gift kind of special. I mean special as in everyone told me I would never amount to anything and that I'm useless. From nursery school onwards, they all said that. There's a good job I didn't listen to them, wasn't it? <laughs> Most of them are dead now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's, there's a difference between making progression, because I know of many people that have got, that have got big work that isn't going to be done from one week to the next. It could potentially take years to get cracked, yeah. you know. It's yeah. not about accomplishing and not doing everything first time and not making mistakes and stuff like that. Why is the ethic of actually, I think it's the, what makes a good student realistically because what makes a good student isn't necessarily what makes the student with the highest grades because there are students with high grades that can just want in and memorize a load of shit whereas there are students that really apply themselves the students that really apply themselves are the good students you know that you cannot fault you can well you can see that effort uh, mm. one of my biggest bugbear, bugbears is the is the people that have fucked up a spell right or have messed up in some way shape or form and they know full well the first question out of our mouths is going to be so why do you think that was like mm. and they're like mm, i don't know and you're just kind of like you telling me that you knew it was set for homework <laughs> that you were going to have a conversation with us and you haven't even thought of a possibility of mm. why it might have gone wrong? Are you not assessing your spell work when you're in a mentorship program? Like, do you know what I mean? I just, well, the, the, I think it's just like that. 
the danger of the type of student that you're talking about is the spoon feeding is what they want because the, the we teach critical thinking we teach there's so much yeah. content out there and i've had so many consultations with people where the content just goes straight over their heads and they say well i don't understand and i'm like i could think of a couple of videos and podcasts and that where all of this is covered but even if they listen or have listened it it just goes over their heads because they don't they don't click that's fine but what you need to be aware of is that we teach critical thinking we teach you we are mentoring you that is mentoring is a completely different than a course that teaches you to, to to you know to pass a test it is you're in the driving seat when you're being mentored that is not like school that is you're already on a path and doing a job mentoring is oh I need to ask someone else that's got a bit more experience with this for pointers. That's mentoring. Now, with mentoring that we take, obviously, we're taking people that want to progress and push further. Yeah, because otherwise, there isn't a huge amount of us mentoring them. You know, if they don't want to push themselves further, realistically, what what is the point of you know asking us to mentor you? Because you know what we're like. We always want better. <laughs> But yeah, if it's the, the case of, yeah, I was going to say at the end of the day, our sessions are there for for that. Therefore, um, you know, I've been punching this weight for the last six months. I'm not seeing any progress. Why am I not seeing any progress? And you just kind of like, well, the reason you're not seeing any progress is because you need to change up your routine, or you need to do such and such in order to do it. Or, or it's a case of you've got people that have been practicing a long time and these are the ones I love for having too because I think these ones get a little bit scared to speak to us because they feel like they should be so mm. far based on years of service which isn't always the case mm. um, and they're kind of like I think that takes real guts to turn around to somebody else particularly someone that often you look up to to turn around and say, I've been practicing this long and I feel like I've hit a ceiling. Like, I think that takes real balls to actually say, mm, you know, I'm, I'm struggling here and I don't know where to go. Like I'm looking at the, you know, I'm seeing everything that's out there and actually none of it's making sense. Can you help? And, you know, because that I think is the big part of the Patreon that I think a lot of people struggle with is the fact that it is that easy i mm. you you know it's an, it is very much a non you know i know on here we're very judgmental about other people's practice that's what it's for the no holes bar witchcraft well, podcast is about judgmental <laughs> then we don't well, have to be judgmental in mentoring sessions <laughs> yeah and then in in the mentor session you know an opportunity to see why we are so judgmental it's, it gives you an opportunity to kind of go, well, actually, you should be doing this. Or have you considered this? Like, you know, at the end of the day, I think, and I kicked one out. I probably should say that. I scared one off the other the other month, didn't I? Did, have we talked about that on here? What, you mean a mentee? As in, well, they never got as far as being a mentee. Oh. Um, the oh, one okay. that joined the the one that joined the Patreon and within two days had left oh, yeah. because they thought we were the going. <laughs> <laughs> they thought we were going to. Uh, we, they were going to for 
you know, $3 a month or whatever it was, was suddenly going to have this entire encyclopedia of spells that she could just copy um, and not actually have to do any work for. And yeah. then obviously, after reminding her for the third or fourth time, I think it was, that if you wanted a consultation service where we get you're going to buy our work, then that's going to cost you a bit more than what the patron is. And here's a link to our our buy a spell or whatever it you know whatever it was hire a witch page on the website. I'm like here you're here to learn how to do it and how to do it yourself critically, not not just follow a recipe, love. Like and then I think by the third time she realised she tried to shortcut. I think past the sixty pound an hour or whatever it is we charge on on the website by going oh well three quid and a month i can i can go and get all the things i wanted to get but yeah it didn't wash which is interesting because the amount of times we talk crap about people copying and pasting spells mm. you'd have thought the twig why would you think people, that we would be okay with that people come from all sorts of places though to be fair i don't mind um yeah the bad ones don't stay long <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, if someone comes to me, and let's say that this may be hypothetical or may not be hypothetical, because um, <laughs> I don't want this likeness to be anything like anyone that might be listening that thinks it's them, because, of course, it might not be, because um, all of this is anonymous. If someone comes to me and says, Liam, Chris, uh, I've been trying working on crossing the abyss. It's like, okay. And they say, how how do you do it? <laughs> and what we're inclined to say is, well, how do you think you do it? Yeah. And how have you tried to do it before? Or I've never tried, but I've heard a lot about it, you know. Yeah. Um, I want you, because you know about all this super cult stuff. So, so tell me. I was like, well, you see, in order to understand where you're at, we need to understand what your thought process is. In order to <laughs> understand your thought process, generally speaking, we could potentially download some information i do every now and then normally just to fuck with people but more than likely it's not good for teaching because what you need to do as a mentee is open up be vulnerable and say look i've tried this this has failed i've tried that i'm thinking about doing this you might laugh could we get that you might laugh but this is how i think I was like well i'm not going to laugh necessarily because it's you showing that that is the way you're thinking and by seeing how what you're thinking and what your thought process is that that enables us to use that as a board to yeah. spell out where the problems are you know and i could say to certain people if that's the case it may be a five minute talk about well this is above your ability at the moment, given that you don't even know what the fucking abyss is, you know, that you've just heard about in books because you're an armchair magician. Or it could be something as simple as saying, well, one of the most popular ways of doing it from a human perspective is that if you ever manage to do it, it means that you're there in the future. And if you're there in the future, then you've been there, therefore you are there because it's this outside of space and time. So you're already there. And if you're already there, then just go there. Because you're already there. That'll fuck people up thinking about that because they won't be able to understand it. Um, but that's because they haven't got to that level yet. But that's a simple approach, not the only approach, of course, but it's 
if people that little golden nugget if people have the knowledge to be able to understand and work the magic necessary to make that little golden nugget that little puzzle piece like you get from a charity shop those puzzles where there's always a piece missing you've got all of it you can see what the image is there's just one fucking piece missing that gold nugget might be one of those pieces that are missing for some people and it might be as simple as just saying that for others it might be a decades long you know approach of getting people to learn from the ground up magic from scratch because they've never even done anything before you know so it depends i mean there isn't really any cookie cutter approaches that we take and we have to marry up people's specific goals which constantly change because every time you learn more you again which is another thing that, that tends to screw people up they think well now i've got this information i don't think i know anything i was like well no you don't know anything that's how it works that's how you know you're doing progress because as soon as you've got your map and your structure and your schematic how you think it all worked and then something happens and you're like oh crap i don't think i actually really know this i knew a little bit and i've got this basic structure but that's what improvement is and that's why traditions fail because they don't necessarily innovate and don't push further what they have to do is track people in certain particularly when it comes to the mystery schools or the occult lodges is initiatory degrees is oh well you're capable of understanding atoms but we won't go any further than that until you get to a level yeah <laughs> which the schooling system does to a certain extent they have initiatory degrees in the form of qualifications and years and yeah. stuff but magic is also like that but for the solitary practitioner that is not in a specific grade or has a specific title or anything like that those degrees of initiation are i think i knew it it worked ever so well until this thing came along screwed it all up now i don't think i know the, the system or how any of it works anymore now you know that you've made some progress i think for some people it comes down to the fact that they think they know something because it's the highest they've managed to get to and until you offer them a different perspective they then suddenly go ah okay um maybe i haven't learned everything because they've never actually had to explain it i think what's what's nice for us is kind of <laughs> because they're finally having to explain a spell but you know i think the scariest phrase that most people kind of screws most people up believe it or not is people when we say so how does that work and they go i don't know what it just works and then they have to force themselves to think and give to give us an answer oh they'll give a bullshit and, answer like sympathetic magic which yeah. is a copy and paste answer <laughs> You can't get much more copy and paste answer than that. What I really like is when they try and regurgitate something we've said. I love that. I love it when they do that. Not really understanding. That's brilliant. Oh, spell triangles. You know, the spell triangle. It's like, right, okay, what's the spell triangle? Is that even a thing? <laughs> love that. So what about good students then? Comparing to the good students. I don't think we're allowed to name names because we're not allowed to have favourites. No, we're not allowed to have favourites. But this will be interesting because maybe it'll make re people realise which people we might be talking about. Um, should be easier for them to know. 
the um going back to the voice notes i think that's one of my favorite things that some of mine do mm. um is because i quite like the the catch-up that i feel like i'm having so like for for the voice notes it's often well i've done this i've done this and this is what i'm thinking get back to me when you have time um that for me feels like someone is making progress between chats yeah without realizing they're making progress between chats because they won't feel like they've hit progress until we discuss it but having that kind of continual log that kind of goes i did this this week and i did that this week so that they don't feel that because i find those people that are progressing at that speed are often the ones that go well i don't want to waste your time talking about this because i actually want to have my session mm. um and they feel like the catch-up part is a waste of their session yeah so i think the the mentees that i enjoy the most are the ones that we only hit problems that they actually want to hit during a session um obviously yeah, so if, if there's someone you're seeing every week then at that point you've kind of got those five minutes to catch up but you know if you know you're not the potential is you're not going to see them for three weeks and um, then mm. those kind of catch-ups in between mean i know you're making progress and what kind of progress you're making but they don't necessarily for the beginners the beginners you can just do a quick update because you set them a task or a couple of tasks to do and they go away and they try to admit to do it and then you go back and you either congratulate them oh well done you've done this here's the next thing or you work through because they've encountered some sort of problem the more intermediates and advanced ones they will progress at a massively rapid rate so what you have to do is you to a certain extent have to keep an eye on them but also you need to up you know have constant updates because they'll be going hurtling along at a million miles an hour and it's not like they'll be the only ones because they'll be working and getting input from all sorts of other things and we'll say things yeah. not people um so that you really do have to keep an eye on and every now and then you might have to just put a thing saying are you sure that's a good idea or you know tweak it a little bit because they're on their journey you know and then that way a real fulfilling session with them isn't so much the catch-up is the what stage are you at now because yeah. they're back to you because they found a real problem that they can't actually you yeah. know um the one thing i do because i used to always get creeped out of voice notes um and some people don't like to do the voice notes thing so they'll leave like um updates with paragraphs and stuff like that which is also yeah. nice to read through i like those ones as well um, but the one thing about the voicemates that you don't get with the paragraphs necessarily is that you can actually hear their brain hurting as they're <laughs> trying yeah. to explain. You can, you can, all, you can match the, t you know, you know that you're hitting the right tone because mm. there's nothing worse than the written word in some ways because unless you know how someone likes to punctuate um, and how they register, like, you know, like I have a tendency... I've got myself in trouble so many times because I find I need, because I have such a sarcastic way of saying things. Mm. Um, I have to kind of <laughs> symbolize that I'm either being sarcastic, joking, or if I'm being really serious. So yeah. I over emoji, as you well know, 
use far too many emojis in my my talking um and in you know in the written word and that's because i want to be sure that people are aware um that i'm joking because otherwise they think i'm either telling them off or just being a prick and i had to yeah. resist saying the c word then because that's really what i'm being but you know so i i over over announce um and i'm the same when it comes to kind of <laughs> this sounds awful but when someone is messaging i kind of like to mark it so you know those kind of like uh you know hearts ticks sad faces etc mm. that you can now get in messenger i kind of mark it so that they know where i'm at mm. Or that actually, I really like that idea. Need to question that one. That one we might need to talk on about later. I kind of do that with emojis now because oh, this is well, okay. do. So <laughs> they know they're totally on the right track if everything's being hearted. Um, but that sort of thing. So I kind of, I kind of use those as kind of check-in points without actually having to necessarily explain myself. Um, because they know if if I'm hearting everything, that they're on the right track. What I don't like, I suppose, oh, I suppose don't like is a bit of a stretch, but I don't like having to constantly explain myself. Like, it's different. Explain yourself <laughs> now. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> Bearing in mind you've got less than a minute and then we're transferring over to Patreon. In fact... <laughs> Hold your hold your tongue. What we'll say was we'll say goodbye to everyone. Um okay. and you'll have to go on the Patreon to listen to the full edition of this. It's so, so dirty, goodbye. come on. It's it's worth it, definitely. Right, okay. So explain yourself, Chris, because you do so hate <laughs> to do it. So I have to put that in there, don't I? You do. I don't I don't mean it goes on a similar vein to what you were saying earlier, which is I never I never hate having to rephrase something when someone goes. We talked about this last time. I've tried this. Mm. I don't think I understood you properly. Can you explain again where I you know, I love that. I've got no issue with that at all. It's the explaining myself in the sense that, okay, you've gone away, thought about it, done no practice whatsoever, and then you've come back and asked me the same question you asked me the first time. Mm. But you've not learned anything. So all you've done is repeated a question I asked you asked two weeks ago or whatever. And you're kind of like, okay, but if you didn't understand what I said when I answered you the first time, why didn't you say that you're not sure you understood me rather than you've digested it for two weeks done nothing about it and gone can you tell me how that works again because that really bugs me so do we want to talk about where we fell as mentors or do you want to talk about the perfect um archetype of student we fail as mentors I well we must make mean. mistakes i think i, I don't think mistakes. i do liam i i'm pretty sure i make mistakes every now and then um <laughs> very often by giving students enough rope to hang themselves 
<laughs> no, but I thought that was a teaching method, Liam. It's a teaching method. I've adapted it into a teaching method, but also I'm told by some that it's a, <laughs> a character flaw. Um, I think one of the big things that I that I've adapted and need to start adapting is um, having the beginners make sure that they're booked in at regular intervals, because. Okay. I working with a couple of people that have that are a little bit worried about approaching us for whatever reason and they pluck up the courage to do that for some reason I, and I, I don't ever see this because I'm not the sort of person that's like that but for some obviously it can be quite scary listening to us talk and then trying to meet us for the first time and then you know they meet us and maybe it goes all right maybe we give them a bollocking who knows <laughs> um You'll have to refer to your own, you know, sessions to think about how we uh, treat you because we don't necessarily treat you the way we treat everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't equality. <laughs> um, but uh, I have thought about, well, actually, some of the beginners need regular. They benefit more and much like at school where you're regularly doing a subject. So is it once a month that you meet them or once every couple of weeks that you meet them as opposed to saying, well, because I've always traditionally said, well, go away, do this and then come back. And I think for some people that is, it annoys me, but for some people that seems to be a bit too much. Part, some of them are some of them are be it makes sense because they think, oh wow, I can do this in my own time, and then months go by and they've never bothered to try it once, like with anything. Um, but then for others, it's a case of, well, I really feel like I need to to get this done, and I don't want to go back unless I've done it. And actually, that's a terrible thing to do because if you're struggling, that's when you go to a mentor. It's no yeah. good to say, I tried it once and I failed tell me the answer but if you've tried a couple of things and you're really at a loss and stuck then you come back because that's the whole point of the next session is to crack it you know what about you have you had any things where you that's... think have i failed <laughs> i probably have bear with me that i kind of want to just answer what you just said which is that's kind of why i don't know if you've noticed I've changed the way that I t kind of book people in because what mm. we used to do is we used to kind of say, um, you know, uh, we'll see, let us know in a couple of weeks when you're ready and you want to catch up. Whereas actually for the last few months, um, I kind of gone, I'm going to book you in in two weeks or three weeks, same time. And the main reason I like doing, I've started to really like doing that is rather than me going and checking in on people, they'll tell me if they can't do it. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, it's more likely that they'll go, oh, okay, um, that's great. And then a couple of days before they'll kind of go, actually, um, you know, can we postpone it for a week or so? Because that way I think people, it, I think it meets the need of both sets of people. I think it meets the ones that don't want to intrude because they do mm. feel like they're intruding yeah um even though it's part of what we agree to do with them um but there's also that part of kind of like it adds that some people need that pressure you know i think some people if you say oh just let me know when you're ready um they'll um and ah about whether or not to bother us um 
then equally i think it goes the opposite way we've got some mentees that wouldn't give a shit they think they deserve speaking to us at that time every week regardless and it belongs to them um and there is only one student that i think of that i could actually say i will always make that spot available regardless of how well they're doing i'll make it too sorry i've got a personal one i always do that for um and no, no, that's favoritism i don't do only, the whole favoritism thing there's only one mentee that i will go i, I don't care what i'm doing i will cancel everything for that slot oh chris um, you can't say that that's really terrible yeah. that's not that's treating awful. them equal so but the thing is i'm not saying that that's favoritism what i'm saying that is that what i'm saying is that's somewhere they should be aiming for of that kind of actually if you did all the things i expected you to be doing um and you wanted the pushing pressure of what you've asked for um that person never disappoints they've never got an excuse for not doing their homework and they've always pushed something new and to me i think that's kind of where the ideal student would be it doesn't need to be weekly but there are other students that are great and i never i'm never disappointed to speak to them like i don't i don't think we actually have any mentors that uh, mentees that i hate talking to they're all interesting no. in their own way yeah because i think if they've got as far as seeing us um the, even the first time for a mentor for a mentoring program they are they're exciting enough to go through that process and they're engaged in that process i don't think you accidentally sign up to patreon say yes i'm going to speak to liam and chris and then go oh don't think i'm ready for this like do you know what i mean like i think there's been people... one there's been one that i can think about who uh i won't give their name but there was a ceremonial magician and he came um, yeah and he said oh i'm bored i don't know what to do i've done everything and we had a nice little discussion about have you done this have you tried this what about this blah 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 and then we sent him a piece of homework <laughs> and then he couldn't do the <laughs> he couldn't do the homework and then someone went off in a strop with a tail between their legs yeah when all it would have been would have been something very simple really to go and just think well actually okay we can't do this we'll start working on this then as opposed to that doesn't sit well with my paradigm here yeah yeah so no yeah we've definitely had one but the thing is i don't think we ever to us it was still an interesting opportunity and actually i was really disappointed when they went um, and I think well, I'm someone disappointed. with experience, someone with experience, so, someone that does magic, someone that could go far. But I think that there is a step where we're pushing pr progression, and most people with yeah. us, they want progression. If you're in the group, then you might want um, 
friendship, discord, and you know, a community, but that's not really what the mentoring thing's about. The mentoring thing no. is always, I mean, if you want that, go and join the group or go and join a MOOC or something. Mm. For us, it's a case of, <clears throat> we want to help you with your progression. And it does come a step, like with that situation, I think it's, I am not comfortable with, with going any further. I've got as far as I want to go, and I don't want to buy it off anymore. And that's fine, because there comes a point in someone's practice where they may decide, okay i've had enough i don't want to explore anymore i'm happy where i am you know um and there's nothing wrong with that but obviously most of what we're about is progression so there's no real point in coming to us unless you have some sort of progression in mind i mean when i think of how i grade people and think about people it is generally effort because there are so many people yeah. on different paths, but also so many people that, have, that are at different stages in their magical practice that you can't really say, I only like the intermediates or I only like the advanced ones. What you like is the the effort that people, people put in. And someone like I've got someone that has a full-time job, single mother with three kids, that can only do once a session every couple of months that I'll yeah. do in a coffee shop or in her house and that's fine because that's all she can do but it does mean that when i see her every couple of months is more in the summer um that there is a little bit of, of effort been put in and a little bit of experiments and stuff like that that's got put in but he's not like someone that's been able to dedicate a huge amount of time like someone that's retired or someone like that that has the time to put in. So it's about effort. I know people that will dedicate themselves to a little bit of stuff and not get very far, but they've dedicated themselves and given all the time and stuff and all the effort they're capable of mustering. That's fine. When you've got people that are actually procrastinating, yeah. that doesn't necessarily sit well with no. me. No. No. Thankfully, we don't have many of those. But at the same time, like I say, I don't think we have many bad seeds at all. I think it's more a case of the ones that are bad are really bad. Mm. Um, and not even necessarily bad practitioners, just really bad mentees. But, you know, I think it is a very, spe it is a, a very unique arrangement. Um, and I don't mean what we offer although that is true too. I mean, as in the mentee arrangement, that kind of apprentice yeah. approach of... Well, of I, I would you. say not apprentice approach. Mentee is not apprentice, because I've done apprentice before. No. And that you, is like, no, you, I, I decide where you're fucking going to get to. There is none of this personal goal shit. There's, I know where I want you to get to, and you will jolly well get there, because that's my minimum standard. That's the magician's apprentice approach. <laughs> I'm not talking about <laughs> tradesmen, love. I'm not. Talking oh, I'm talking about. about I'm talking about magical apprentices. The magical apprentices for me is a very much a case of no. I don't expect anything less than super witch. No. Any anyone that don't want that, don't come on an apprenticeship with me. A magical apprenticeship with me because it's not worth my fucking time. If you want to progress at your own pace, then I will mentor you, and then you're in the driving seat, and that's why I agree to the mentor inside of things. Because if it was apprentices, you can damn well sure 
that I'd be a lot harsher and a lot harder than I am. I'd be a lot more like you. <laughs> oh, really? Because you're the bad one. <laughs> really? I'd have to use my dad voice more often. <laughs> oh, yeah. I... No, I get what you mean. I, I wouldn't say necessarily... I suppose... I don't know. I suppose I use the word apprentice interchangeably based on the fact that the majority of people have have got a specific goal in mind. So to me, there is an end program and the program changes, mm. whereas you probably see apprentice as it's to get to this level and that's the level. Whereas well, to apprentice me, is is um, basically replacing you, isn't it, from the traditional perspective of master craftsman, I is you need to train the next generation. And if you don't train them to be as good as you or better, then knowledge gets lost and practice gets lost, which always annoys me because I struggle with that. <laughs> I, think, I think what I consider is the modern apprentice approach, which is obviously that you have, you want to reach their, their apex, so with that it's it's individual as in people will all have their own apex and the program is designed to get that person from a to that that z poach mm. so they don't know necessarily what it's going to be but you will know the yeah. way in which that pathway is going to work so to me i feel that that's the kind of modern apprenticeship approach apprentice approach which is that there is there is a maximum that they can hit and there is a there's a planned trajectory whereas obviously the you know traditional uh, apprentice approach is a replacement of oneself and i can i can get behind that mm. so, so i was impressed because um well there's there's two stories i want to share one is um I was speaking to the dark pastor the other day and I could not fucking believe she's never watched bed knobs and bloody broomsticks. So I said, <laughs> I, I set her and I said, you need to go and watch bed knobs and broomsticks. So she's going to go and watch it on Disney plus. And then <laughs> we were talking about Eglantine price and the witch from bed knobs and broomsticks. As everyone knows, that is one of my ideal type of students because she gets on with it. She doesn't take any messing. And if things aren't going to plan, she'll pull out the stops and go and get that. That lesson that didn't show up, the last yeah. lesson in the course, she didn't think, oh, well, you know, I, I suppose that's it then. I suppose I'll just have to meddle on. No, she got on a magic bed and she flew to bloody London to go and fucking <laughs> confront Amelia's brain. That's what's supposed to happen, right? And one of my students did that one of the people that I'm mentoring tracked me down in person and said a certain something about, I want to do this. I want to do it in this way. We're going to do that. Can we do that? And I was very impressed because they could have okay. just messaged me, but they actually came to a place where they knew I was, you okay. know, and literally spoke to me in private and said, I want to do this. I've decided I want to do this. I want to go back this in this way. I want to mix things up. Do you agree? And I was very impressed with that person because that shows some real guts, determination and initiative. 
because they're taking the reins of their own horse and the steering wheel of their own car or ship or whatever the fuck you want to say, you know, and that's good. <laughs> and I loved it. And I was like, yes, that's fine. We're going to set up a good specific time and specific projects for you. And that's what you need from, from mentees. They need to take the kind of uh, the reins to a certain extent and taking the reins for some is I'm bored or I don't like it or uh, I can't do it and I always say that like my nan always used to say put can't in your pocket and try and they don't put can't in their pocket and try because they don't try they just say can't do it and that's the big problem with some of the naturals, because the naturals have never had to put any bloody work in. They think everything's just going to come as it always has. And all they have to deal with is mental health problems, the problems with seeing stuff, the problems with having a connection to the universe that mundanes don't have. They think that that is the difficult bit. And that's one of the difficult bits. But the other <laughs> difficult bit is actually that all of this stuff that you never really had to work for before, that you've just have to put up with the repercussions of. No, you've actually got to make some progression. It's even harder now, you know. It's not a case of just opening up and then allowing whatever comes through to come through. You've actually got to think, I don't know where to go. I need to think about experimentation and pushing myself. You know, natural ability is the person that's entering into a race that's quite good at running, but they've entered into the Olympics with world standard people that are all on drugs and all have got the best personal trainers in the world. It's like you don't stand to hope in hell. <laughs> there we go. We've got 10 minutes left. So where do you want to go? Bad moon rising students what's the worst thing a student's ever done from your perspective either the worst fuck up or maybe the worst thing that's or the thing that's annoyed you the most because often if it's a major fuck up then that's a massive learning curve so that's not such a bad thing that's not them being a bad thing a bad student it's just them maybe biting off a bit more than they can chill which some would say you should be proud of, as long as it's not something that happens on a regular basis. <laughs> no, I, there's there's one one particular individual that I could say definitely does that on a regular basis, um, and I'm never disappointed because even when they fuck up, um, they learn something from it, and they'll normally come back with a plan that says exactly why they fucked it up. And why they won't do it that way next time. Mm. Um, so I, I can't knock. I can't knock that. I'm going to say something. I guess really basic, which is <laughs> answer me back. And by that I mean <laughs> I don't mean challenge because I I I love a challenge um, and love to be challenged. But what I what I don't like and will never like and will not stand for is belligerence that kind of well i know you're right but i'm going to argue with you anyway um because that i don't see a point to um you know well i i know i know this was wrong and that you told me not to do it but i did it anyway and i'm going to do it again um 
and you're just kind of like, okay, well, why am I here then? Because why should I be wasting my time with you when someone else could be having that time and progressing? Um, I'm all for someone doing something wrong, then discovering something, you know, discovering that actually there was there was a little nugget of gold in there and it's revolutionised the way that they work. What I don't understand is when you've discussed it, decided on a better course of action as a unit. So not a, I told you to do this, so do it, um, because I'm not like that at all. Um, but, you know, actually going, this sounds like the best way. This is the best of your plans you've come up with so far. And then them going, now I've changed my mind. I'm going to do the one that we all agreed was wrong. Uh, and I'm going to do it anyway. Then I'm going to whinge about it when it goes wrong, blows up in my face. And you still haven't tried the plan that you we actually said was great. Um, yeah, it, it all comes down to people that repeat, I guess, mm. is I think both of our biggest bugbears is people that re repeat mistakes without learning anything from them. Because, it, I, you know. What's that? What's that saying? Um, stupidity is repeating an action, um, thinking the consequences will be different. Well, isn't that the definition insanity. of insanity? Doing insanity. the same thing, expecting a different outcome. Expecting a different outcome. <laughs> <laughs> the I can is probably my biggest bugbear, and I'll explain to you how you remedy that. Because if you say I can, right, if I set a piece of homework or you've decided to do, embark on a journey or a task and you've not managed to get to the end, you can't do it. You just can't fucking do it, right? It's fucking obvious because you haven't managed to do it. You don't need to tell me I can, you know. <laughs> if you said, no, I haven't managed to do that. When I say, okay, let's start talking about what went wrong or that sort of thing. I just can't do it. It's like, no, that, that helps no one. I understand you can't do it because you never managed to fucking do it, did you? So what we don't need is half an hour of you saying, I can't do it, I'm never going to be able to do it, or blah, 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 I'm shit, self-deprament. Um, instead, what I expect you to say is, I haven't managed to do it, I couldn't do it, I tried, and this is what I tried to do, and this is why I did that. I was thinking this, I was thinking that. What I want is like they do on the old maths exams, show your fucking workings out, yeah? Because that's where the pro progress is made. And very often, someone will, will start talking to me about their approach and it'll click. Oh, oh yeah, actually, wait a minute, I'm just thinking I should have done this or oh, I should have done that. Instead, what they do is close down. You can kind of see it when they, they, when they say they're in a half, they close down, like I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And then it just comes out with the excuses. Instead, I would much prefer, I did this. This is the approach I took. And this is what I was thinking. Because uh, that we can work on. And that so much progress can be made in such a short amount of time. Because it comes from my perspective of, well, I either give them a couple of pointers, let them stew and work it out. Or if it's something super simple, I might just turn around and say, do it like this. But what happens is if you've got someone that is refusing to, because they're 
pissed off the fact that they failed because you have to be prepared to fail you have to be prepared to fail because you will fail you know it's not linear progression all the time you know you will sometimes three steps forward two steps back it happens to everyone you know so you need to be prepared that you're not going to be able to do everything and i set tasks that i know for a fact people can't can't do i set tasks i think are impossible for the person to do because it shows character and you know what it always comes out you've got the same characters that come back with the well i tried this and it really pissed me off my well i was i was fucking up late thinking about this and then and then i had to have a word with myself and think wait a minute let's just calm down let's regroup i'll ask Liam about this next time or maybe i'll just get a message or a voice note or something like that and then they'll go off and they'll be able to shelf it. And then there's people that will stew, but they won't stew at the problem. They won't think about what's going wrong. What they'll do is they'll stew and be worried and moan about the fact that they couldn't do it. And they got all angry with themselves. And that solves nothing, you know, and it's a complete waste of energy. That's my biggest bugbear. The thing is with those is, is the case of they seem to forget well, why would you because obviously there'll be somewhere going oh so you set tasks that we can't do and we're like well yes obviously because how you attempt them is what matters yeah having a good having a go at something you don't think you can actually do and trying it anyway shows more character than me saying everything we tell you to do you're going to be able to do because what's the point in that you never you there's no stretch or challenge there mm. um I'm trying to think what I was about to say. I was about to say something really profound, I'm sure. Um, oh, I was going to say, because obviously listening to this, and we're getting towards the end, listening yeah. to this, there's going to be loads of people that are going to beat themselves up about it. Or there's going to be people new to the Patreon who are listening to us <laughs> thinking about going and doing a doing a mentorship program with us and thinking, shit. Um, so the idea of this was never to scare anybody off. What's important is really, if you don't feel you are ready for a chat and that's you not feeling ready, not us, you know, because at the end of the day, none of this matters to us. That you know, the you progressing doesn't make us win in any way, shape or form. It's not going to further our practice. So the mentorship you've got to remember is is a selfish thing you know in the sense that it's about you and you've got to accept that that is it is about you it's not about us it's about you so once you've got to that point when you go actually i really want to do this some people struggle with the let's have a call part if mm. you think it's something smaller that you and it's the same with the ones that are already seeing us you know if you don't think that you want to waste, you know, what you consider to waste an appointment on, um, then why do people, because the ones that have been with us for a while have no problem sending us a voice note or dropping us a message. And if we think it's not, it, it's a big issue, we'll arrange a call quicker. That's all. It's not going to, it's not going to make us judge you differently. It's actually in, in anything for us shows that you're willing and able and pushing yourself by dropping us that message you know yes if you know you're going to see us in three days it's not going to make any difference 
Um, although it is nice sometimes to get a message to say, uh, I'm thinking we need to discuss this. Don't let me forget kind of thing, because that's useful because, you know, our main, our minds do have some limits occasionally and we have to push out information in order to make room for others. So, you know, dropping a message to say, don't let me forget. I really want to talk to you about this because uh, I get some some mentees that love to do that and I, I enjoy it because it means I'll make a note of it, a physical note of it, and I won't forget to to bring it up. Um, there's nothing worse than going, oh, I listened to your voice note three weeks ago, and now I suddenly remember that I need to talk to you about it. Um, if you brought something up, I'm normally going to have recorded it in some way, so I bring it up. But the important part is that if you don't think it needs a chat, that doesn't mean that when you send it us, we're just going to fob you off with oh no don't worry about it not important um it's going to be answered so whether or not that is a we quickly respond to you then uh return a voice note or whatever or we say oh actually i'm going to do some content about that because lots of people are asking that question because there's nothing more irritating because i don't think we've covered this at all there's nothing more irritating in some ways of thinking actually we've talked about that three times today and actually given the same answer to all three of them. If we'd have known that was coming, we'd have probably just created content and gone, yeah, that 10 minutes we could spend on something else. What do you want to spend that on? Because we're going to do some content next week about that. Um, obviously, that you know, it's rare that we don't have some difference between them, but at least a heads up that kind of goes, we're all going to be talking about astral projection this weekend. Um, so actually, I'd rather just do an Ask a Witch about astral projection rather than, um, you know, speaking to you all individually, because at least that way you kind of cover the basics. And then you've only got to address the individual stuff. With well, the they'd have given it a go yeah. as well, won't they? They'll yeah. take the basics, They'll have given it a little go and then you'll find each of the blocks and you get that, especially with things like psychic development as well. There's like, well, actually, we can go through the whole rigmarole of the usual tests and scratchness and stuff. Or you could go off and do that and then come back with the results. And then we'll just focus on your struggling areas. And that's more efficient use of your time. Um, and Rather there's than one wait thing... three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to then, then go, actually, <laughs> we could have released that two weeks ago. You could have tried it before you saw us in those yeah. three weeks. There's one thing I'd like to point out um, because it was highlighted by someone that I wouldn't normally have expected it to be highlighted from. I got this impression from um, okay. the archivist. Okay. And that is comparing each other, comparing themselves to other members that they see on Patreon or on uh, in the Witchcraft Live groups and the No Holds Bar groups and things like that. And it's natural to do that, you know, but it is stupid, right? You have no idea about the other people's paths. Even if you speak to them, you really genuinely have no idea about their paths or their goals or anything like that or where they're realistically going. I know that because none of them themselves know that you know yeah. <laughs> um so don't compare yourself to other people that you see 
because you're an individual, they're an individual, and the approaches they take to work in. I've seen people actually comment about, well, this person goes and does it this way, and that's way beyond what I'm doing. It's like, no, you're actually far more advanced than doing that. Yeah. Because you don't have to go through the rigmarole of this. You know, that's just a technique that that person's doing to make up for probably an energetic imbalance or because they're exploring new techniques or something like that, you know? It's like, yeah, there's no need to to compare yourself to that. And it it is very weird how they do compare themselves to what is literally amounts to a paragraph or two posted on social media or a comment or something like that. And it's just ridiculous. So don't compare yourselves to other people. Concentrate on your own development. And should you wish to compare yourselves to the other people, enter a bloody witch wars competition. And then you will, because you'll be uh, competing against them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there'll be fair ground, because everyone will be attempting to do the same thing. Yeah. But that's all I wanted to say. So I think that's it for this edition of the podcast. So goodbye, everyone. And see you next week.